Welcome to Intuitive Seek. My name is Mary Treen, and every week I aim to bring you a grounded approach to all things intuition. Through personal stories, experiences, and practices, offering energetic reflections to help you discover, connect, and fully realize how your unique power of intuition is your own greatest teacher. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Thursday. Although it may be a completely different day that you're listening to this, so happy whatever day you're listening to this to your ears. I hope that you have had a good week and that you were able to take some time for yourself and really tune in to your needs and maybe even a little bit of creativity or a little bit of yearning that you weren't super aware of before. I have heard from a few people that that is kind of the energy that they have been moving through. I've also heard from many people that they have been moving through some pretty intense feelings, that they've been feeling like there is so much coming at them that they have to react to, maybe from people, but also just from the things that are going on that we now as society have a direct link to very different than even 20 years ago, right? So if you are one of the people that are feeling maybe a little bit overwhelmed with everything going on personally and in the world, that is really when it comes back to personally what I've seen in my practice and for myself too. That is really when you need, we need to come back to grounding, come back to our center, come back to ourselves. And how many times have you heard or read that? How many times? Probably a lot over the last year, for sure. Or maybe you read... Or heard it and thought, well, I know what that means, but maybe I don't have a lot of time for that right now. And I thought, right before I started to record this episode, I felt kind of through my intuition that I want to dive a little deeper into why we ground our energy. Like, what is the reason for that? It's not just a practice to do before you do a practice. It's not just a preparation where I feel like I've been told that and shown that many times that, okay, before we do the big thing, we have to ground. And that makes sense to me. But what I didn't always connect to was that the big thing that we're doing is literally living our lives every day. So we need to ground our energy every day. And when I say that we need to ground our energy every day, how does that feel to you? 
Did you immediately feel defensive? Like you didn't have time to do that or that feels boring or you haven't found a way to do it that you feel like you could incorporate into your daily life? That is very common and I completely understand that because there are many days that even I forget to ground in the morning. That by the afternoon, I'll, you know, be trying to get everything done that I need to do. And maybe something is taking me a little bit longer than it should. And then that little voice reminds me, oh, that's right. I forgot to ground my energy. So we know, I know, and we know that it is a good thing to create a grounding practice for yourself. But why? And it's so interesting because I feel intellectually, I feel like everybody kind of knows this, but my intuition today is telling me that we should really look into it more. Because I really enjoy and it speaks to me this grounded approach to our intuition and all of the metaphysical things that I'm speaking about. But why, why is it so attractive to me? Like, what does grounded really mean? And there's a little part of my intuition that says, oh, is that because it's easier to swallow? Is that because maybe there'll be less judgment? And maybe that's true, but I really feel like the grounded word, bringing everything back to its center so that we can understand it on a level that is in our physical reality, that's the main reason. But I wanted to look up exactly why physical electricity needs to be grounded. And I know a little bit of the why, because it can be incredibly dangerous, physically harmful to have ungrounded energy or ungrounded electricity. So I looked it up because I wanted to know, you know, what the technical reason was. And what I found, this is from askingalot.com, Oh, and just a sidebar on that is I use Google or any kind of search engine. I use it as an intuitive prong, really. So instead of feeling like, okay, well, maybe I should really come up with this myself. Like I should listen to the words of inspiration that my intuition is telling me. Why grounding is so important and how it relates to physical electricity. I like to use Google as a place for me to kind of test out where I'm being led by my intuition. So when I, you know, just typed in, why do you need to ground electricity? I have to trust that the first thing that my eyes lead to not necessarily the first thing that pops up in the algorithm, but the first thing that I look at and I think and feel, okay, I think that's the one. 
I think that's what I am supposed to be looking at. That will be the one that's most helpful for me. And that's what I did with this. And I wanted to just say that because if I was to plan exactly what I'm doing, I would have gone to, you know, Wikipedia. I wouldn't have gone to, uh, oh, it's actually ask lot, askinglot.com, <laughs> not asking a lot, askinglot.com. But this answer kind of lit up something inside of me. So let me tell you what they say. It's just a few sentences, but it felt very metaphorical and appropriate and exactly the reason why I wanted to speak about it today. So what they say is that grounding allows excess electrical to go into the ground where it dissipates harmlessly. Also, when working with electrical circuits, if they aren't grounded and you by chance touch a live wire, you just became the ground and you could get electrocuted. And I loved this. As soon as I read this, I understood why it's so important to ground our own energy so much more. I felt like a visceral integration of that information. <laughs> because this is one of the reasons why I am so passionate about grounding. If our energy is not grounded, and especially if you are a more empathic person where you can feel and really take on other people's emotional energy, then we become almost like a live wire. There is nowhere for that energy that we're absorbing from the outside, from friends, families, total strangers, work colleagues, collectively, just so many ways that we can absorb energy that is not ours. And if we don't ground ourselves, then that energy makes us and our nervous system and our emotional body so reactive. So instead of responding, our nervous system becomes or reacts in survival mode. And there's many different ways to kind of describe that. But the way that I see it is that when our nervous system is in survival mode, we are not living for our highest good. We're trying not to die. So how do we have any room for what really serves us and what really feeds us properly? Because we are on guard. We are absorbing all of this energy from around us. And we are not centering and grounding ourselves so that we are anchored. That means that anything that comes along to kind of knock us off of our center could cause a reaction as strong as being electrocuted. And of course, not literally electrocuted, but that's when your nervous system, being in that survival mode for too long, can become fried. And that is when we start to feel lethargic, maybe even depressed, more anxiety, even a little bit apathetic, 
that you start to not really care or have compassion or empathy for your fellow human in the world. Or maybe you start to feel desensitized. I hear that word a lot, that people are so concerned about becoming desensitized. And the one sure way to never become desensitized to the suffering and the important things that we need our eyes open and consciously understanding and observing, the one way to always try to do that is to be grounded in our own energy, to not be reacting from the past, to not be reacting based on how other people are reacting, to truly be reacting to our own conscious feelings, to our own conscious needs, to everything that our, you know, metaphorical cup needs to be filled so that it's easy for us to do the things that the world needs us to do. And that could be being a mom or being, you know, the best sister you can be. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you get money for. Although I do feel that mothers should get paid right, for being on call 24 hours a day. And this really reminds me of the main reason that I committed to a grounding meditation practice daily. And sometimes I forget to do it in the morning. And that's okay, because I know as long as I get it in at some point, that's the most important part. Because when I first started, I didn't feel like I wanted to do it every day. But I did want all the things that having a daily grounding practice would bring. But initially, not wanting to do it is not a huge surprise because I feel like I've mentioned it before that I very rarely want to do the thing that is going to be the best for me. And you know what? That is, uh, that feels also like not such a personal thing. I think that is a common experience as our, you know, life here on earth. As terrestrial animals, we are always annoyingly turning away from the things that are best for us. But I'm hoping for myself and for you as well that we learn to kind of override that initial thought of, you know what, no, I'm, I'm okay. Sure, that works for you, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to meditate every day. How would I, would I, what would that even look like? I don't, ah, total tongue-tied. And that's funny that I got tongue-tied because I do like to meditate every day. And I feel like, that's interesting. I feel like I didn't even know how to lie about it. Which to me shows that I authentically enjoy and want to meditate every day. Which looking back on it, is some real beautiful growth for me. And it might seem obvious that I knew that, and I did kind of know that, but 
that was a really lovely example of, hey, I have grown and now I actually want to do what's best for me. Not something that seems like it is good for me. Okay, wow. Yeah, a lot of intuitive thought on grounding. Which is so funny because it seems like it has been spoken about like crazy. But I just feel the need to talk about it. I think, yeah, I feel like all last year, my intuition kept telling me, and this is after the pandemic, like we're really, we're in, we're in it. It had begun. And people, I remember hearing that, okay, can we just get through this? Just what's going to be on the other side? Finally, can we just get back to normal? Let's, let's get back to our lives. And my intuition kept telling me, and I have many journals filled with this, that, and this is not to scare anybody, because I think you will understand what I'm talking about. All last year, I kept feeling like this is not going away. Like there will be more lightning striking around us, more confusion and conflict and chaos. It will just keep happening, but that it's not going to ruin our lives. It's almost, maybe it's really there and continues to be here to kind of shove us back into who we are into alignment, back into our authentic selves. Because the only way to not get, you know, quote unquote, electrocuted by all of the insanity around us, and there's some good too, but you know, there is new, terrible and scary and changes that we don't want to happen and uncertainty. There's so much more than we've ever had to deal with in our lives. And it didn't end in 2021. If anything, it became more obvious that, oh, things are not what we thought they were. And I really feel and have seen and have witnessed for myself that to live in this world may be even better than you did when it wasn't such an obvious amount of chaos around us is to be grounded and centered in yourself because then you know what you need and you know what you want and you won't allow yourself to be pulled in directions that are not where you are supposed to go. And when you're being pulled in those wrong directions, that is when our anxiety can really start to rear its head. And it's when we start really focusing on finding the answers that we're looking for outside of ourselves. And that should be 
maybe the number one, okay, I'm sure there will be number ones. There will be a lot of number ones over the course of this podcast, but that number one way to understand when you need to take a second and look and say, okay, where is my energy right now? When you are really looking to others for answers. When what you feel and what you know, you do not trust it. And we know that trusting ourselves is the only way to start truly understanding how our intuition speaks to us and utilizing it daily is the the only way to do that is to trust ourselves but it's really hard if you do not reclaim all of your energy and center it and ground yourself in a practice it's very cumulative I've found in my own experience and with my clients as well. And there are many beautiful practices, walking out in nature every day, you know, connecting the soles of your feet to the earth, really feeling the energy of the earth, also connecting to your own body's energy, like physically feeling gravity in your body, feeling that gentle weight connecting you to the earth. And understanding that you are anchored in your own energy when you feel that weight. But I will say it is hard or challenging for some to make it a priority to go somewhere to ground. And that's when a grounding meditation helps. And that's when you can, again, visualize connecting to earth energy and really anchoring your body into yourself. Grounded by your own light. That is, you know, a way that I describe how my clients feel after our sessions, that they are centered in themselves, in their own light. But that's after, you know, an hour and a half session. If this is something that hasn't been easy for you to get into the rhythm of doing, then this practice that I'm about to tell you might be something to try. So the idea behind this is to center yourself, but in a simple and kind of quick way, similar to that kind of washing of the hands with the salt water to really cleanse and remove other people's energy from you. This is another way to reclaim your energy back and focus on yourself without having to kind of think about focusing on yourself or, you know, breathing for 10 minutes and getting very distracted and judgmental on yourself and not knowing what to do. If you have an overactive analytical a thought looping brain, please try this because this works for me. If I cannot get myself to ground, I just, there's something about the day. My energy is all over the place. My thoughts are all over the place. This is a practice that may help you. Okay. You're like, come on. Yeah. What is the practice, Mary? Okay. So, <laughs> 
So it's quite simple, like I said. You will have to take a moment, so you will need about two to five minutes, and you're going to take a piece of paper, and you're going to write your full name at the top, and then you're going to say it out loud. But if you're not alone and other people can hear you, then you can say your name in your head. But you want to write your full name at the top of the page. And then you're going to write, what do I want? And write down just a few things off of the top of your head, like that you would want in that moment. Like, I want a coffee or I want to go back to bed. Then read them back to yourself and notice how these wants make you feel. You don't have to do anything because I found that your body understands the needs that you are expressing in your wants. And that brings a grounded focus to your true inner self, a closer connection to your intuition and a grounding anchor for your energy. A truly just a simple exercise to, to connect and ground your energy back to where it's supposed to be, back to yourself. So thank you for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. Please reach out to me with any questions or ideas that may have come up for you during this episode. You can follow and message me on my Instagram at treenlight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T, or email at hellotreenlight at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you, and if you feel called to leave a review on iTunes to help others find this podcast, that would be very generous. They as always, only care about the five stars. So if you feel called, thank you so much. And thank you again for taking the time to listen. Be kind to yourself, and I will talk to you next week.